Welcome to the Ziggler Inspire Podcast. Ziggler Inspire Podcast. Welcome to Zig Ziggler's Inspire Podcast. This is your host, Blake Lindsay. Hey, did you marry a 10-cal spouse? <laughs> Don't know what I'm talking about? Let's listen to our friend and mentor, Zig Ziggler, and I'll be back to recap. I'm going to tell you a little story. Some people think it's just a fairy tale, but take my word for it, it is not. On the island of Oahu in the Hawaiian Islands, they used to have a most unusual custom. And that is that when there was a bride available, the suitors bartered for them with cows. A standard wife went for three cows. Now, if she was below norm, you might say a little bit, she went for two cows. If she was phenomenal, I mean a gorgeous hunk of femininity with all of the charms and graces and whatnot, then uh, she would go for four cows. There was a rumor. And I hasten to add it was a rumor, it was never confirmed, that in the distant past, in the northernmost area of the island, one bride had actually gone for the unheard of price of five cows. Well, there was this man who had two daughters. Now, the younger daughter was absolutely beautiful. She was the belle of the ball. She was bright and articulate and everything desirable in a wife. The older girl would be described as the runt of the litter. Uh, She was what some people would call a reject. And old dad knew there's no way on earth he was ever going to get the full price of three cows for her. As a matter of fact, deep down he knew he wasn't going to get two cows. And if reality came to light, he uh, knew that one cow would be a good deal for him. And if the truth were known, he would be more than willing just to let her go so he wouldn't have to feed her for the rest of her life. Well, along comes Johnny Lincoln. Now, Johnny was the richest man on the island, and he comes calling on this particular family. Well, everybody knew he was calling on the younger daughter, but lo and behold, he was calling on the older sister. Old dad couldn't believe it. Man alive, he knew he was going to be able to barter off the younger one any time. But this older one, he got to letting his imagination go. Johnny is the richest man on the island. Maybe I'll get the full price. Maybe three cows for this one. And his hopes was up. He even let that imagination go a little more. Maybe four cows. And Johnny is so rich, maybe he will go all out for the record. Five cows. And so So when Johnny Lingo showed up with 10 cows, old dad just about flipped. He ran to get the chief as quickly as he could before Johnny Lingo died of a heart attack or changed his mind. (laughs) And the chief came down. The wedding ceremony was performed. And in those days, they used to have honeymoons of a full year. But when you've got yourself a 10-cow bride, no one-year honeymoon for them. Two full years. That was the deal. And finally, the two years had expired. The lookout 
had been posted. He was to sound the horn when the young couple would return at the crack of dawn the next day. And sure enough, at the crack of dawn, they heard the sound of that horn. And the village arose and and rushed out. And the lookout was poised overlooking the area. And he could see. And the question was, is it the bride and groom? And the lookout responded, it is the groom, but I do not recognize of the bride, though there is something that is familiar about her. And as she drew closer and closer, he finally said, yes, it is her, but you almost cannot recognize her. And as she made her entrance into the village, so beautiful, so graceful, so poised, so articulate, so everything you could want in a wife. Old dad, as a matter of fact, got powerful upset. He felt that Johnny Lingo had gotten to him, that there was a 15-cow bride if there ever had. (laughs) Now, I know, I know, a lot of people, as I said earlier, would think that's some kind of a fairy tale. I'm here to tell you that is not a fairy tale. You see, she became a 10-cow wife the instant Johnny Lingo paid the 10 cows. If you want a 10 cow wife, fellas, you treat her like a 10 cow wife. Basically, there are three kinds of love. The first kind of love is stergo. Now, this is described and explained best in this little analogy. In the latter part of the 19th century, a mother in uh, Wales, was on her way to see some relatives down the road. Suddenly, a blizzard came up. She was carrying her infant. She didn't get there when they thought she should have. They set out a search party. They found the mother dressed only in her underclothes. They started looking for the baby. And they found the baby carefully and warmly wrapped in all of her outer garments, alive and well. Yes, the mother had sacrificed her life for her baby. That baby was Britain's prime minister during World War I, David Lloyd George. Stergo love is what you're talking about. Now, eros means we're visually attracted to another. This is the beginning. A lot of people think in terms of that as being a negative kind of love, but the reality is God made man and woman different, so we would be attracted to each other. The third kind is described by Dr. J. Allen Peterson as phileo. And this kind of love involves a mutual attraction based on two individuals sharing things in common with each other. A fondness or a liking based on a similarity of outlook in life. The fourth and easily the most basic, the most important and beautiful kind is agape love. Peterson describes this as a love called out of one's heart by an awakened sense of value in the object loved that causes one to prize it. This love does not seek anything in return, not even acceptance of itself, but is first concerned for the other. It is the ultimate love and it brings out the best in all 
of us. This kind of love is best expressed in a love letter written by a Jewish scholar to his relatives in Corinth about 2,000 years ago. He says, If I speak in the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I am only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have a faith that can move mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. If I give all I possess to the poor and surrender my body to the flames, but have not love, I gain nothing. Please listen very carefully as he describes what love really is all about. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It is not rude. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. Let me challenge you, husbands and wives. Get your book, take it, look at this list, and at the end of every day, ask yourself the questions that I'm going to propose. Let me say it yet another time. The odds are 10,000 to 1 that nobody who ever listens to these recordings will attempt to do all of the things I'm talking about. I'm not certain anybody alive would ever do all of them. But I will tell you this, the odds are 4,000 to 1 that if you don't do some of them, your marriage will never experience the delight, joy, and excitement that God intended it to experience. That is such a powerful reminder. If you treat your spouse with love and attention, you will develop a beautiful relationship. What can you do for your spouse today? This is Blake Lindsay reminding you to live your life to the fullest. Ziggler. 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 Inspiring true performance.